0: Alright, hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Doctor Who. I am Josh and with me as always is my co-host Jack. Hi
1: there. How's it going, Jack? Yeah, not bad at all, thank you. Not too bad. Um it was a massive relief to finally actually sit down and watch episode two. Um <laughs> which uh I was just uh, to be honest, I was itching all week after you know, after as soon as we uh, recorded the podcast last week, I was I was overjoyed. I, I was like, "That's it! I can sit down. I can watch episode two. I can get it over and done with." And I'm glad I did because I thought it was a good episode. I thought yeah, it was a good me, episode. Yeah,
0: me too. I've sort of been going through our notes just before this call, and because I was itching to watch it, I watched it straight after we recorded. I mean, we're now recording yeah. this episode three or four days late, so I don't know what half of my notes are referring to anymore. <laughs> but we'll just sort of <laughs> make our way through it and hope for the best. Um, so that. I said last week that this episode is the episode that I think of when I think of Doctor Who. On a rewatch, I think it still holds up. It's a good episode and it is, I think for me, it's probably the best summary of Doctor Who. What are your overall thoughts on the episode?
1: Yeah, I again, it's you know uh, as I said last week, the, the first episode I saw was even though Doctor Who was the, the first, yeah Rose was continuing the you know the Doctor Who series. It was still a pilot episode. It was a kind of a revamp. You know, it was 20 years since they they they'd done it. So for me, this was the first true episode. This wasn't the pilot episode. This was the true first episode. Yeah. And again, I, I think they they hit the ground running. It was almost like a, It wasn't a murder. Well, I suppose technically it was a murder mystery, but it was a it was a mystery. Yeah. You know, it, it it did everything that a first episode needs to do. It introduces you to the main characters. It gives a bit of background on the case. That you know, true Doctor Who fashion, it showed that. You know, they are going to be showing very weird and wonderful alien species, people, yeah. so, you know, kind of backgrounds, the whole lot. And that's, you know, that's what we need. And I think, of course, talking of weird and wonderful species, we do have to start this episode off with an apology, um, because last week <laughs> we said you know, we would be joined by a third party. And uh, as you can hear by only just myself and Josh talking, um, he's unfortunately not here uh, this week. But hope we hope he'll, he'll join us next week. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, that so was a we, very strange
0: segue. I didn't know where that was going for a second. But yeah, uh, Bradley Fuller uh, has flaked on us as predicted last week. Will he join us next week? Stay tuned.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but no. Um, going back to the episode though, um, yeah, no. So it starts off he um, between the doctor and Rose. they you know the doctor's trying to show off and show Rose where. You know, kind of what the TARDIS can do. Um, and, I've and he's say, doing
0: a creepy bicycle pump smile thing, right? Did you pick up on that? Yeah,
1: I, I, you know what? I, I actually put in my notes a bit of sexual tension because I'm <laughs> assuming, that, you know, it's a BBC, yeah, kind of chill I suppose it's technically children's, but I, I'm assuming that there's no relation. Well, apart from like a, you know, a companionship, but I'm assuming there's no going to be no relationship between the Doctor and his companion throughout, you know, kind of the, the rest of the season. But I did think there was a little bit of tension. You know, he's making direct eye contact while he's pumping that bicycle thing.
0: And it was very going, strange.
1: You want to go, go further? And I'm Yeah. Just, yeah, it's a strange
0: start to an episode, I've got to say. <laughs> um, But yeah, what, so yeah, I love that use of the TARDIS, though. I think all these, like, mad contraptions, no button really does anything, but they all do something. I think that's, I think it's a good start. And the further, 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 I've got my second note is, keep it light, Doctor. And, I again, it's been a while since I watched the episode. I can't remember what I'm referring to. I think as they get out of the TARDIS, he's like, yeah, you all die, and everything has its time, and everything ends sort of thing. Like, fucking yes. hell, this is your first date, basically. What are you playing at?
1: Well, that's it. And I, I've got to say, I did, I did actually put a note there saying, <laughs> quite specifically, the Doctor's a bit of a dick, because... <laughs> I don't think, again, it's what we went back to in the first episode about, you know, it's very matter of fact, it's this is this and, and yeah like that's it. He doesn't realise that Rose yeah, Rose is watching the entire human race. I know they're not on the planet, but the whole planet Earth just be destroyed. And he was just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, by the way, that happens. <laughs> and I just think he missed that kind of, and I think maybe that's what they'll try and develop, is Rose will give him that kind of human element to things, you know, being a bit more caring, understanding emotions, everything like that. And yeah, I, I think I, I do agree with you. Keep it light. It was just suddenly, it was just so matter <laughs> of fact, he was just like, by the way, this is the day the earth blows up. And it's like, oh, okay, fair okay. enough. You know, we're hmm. going to
0: start on an exciting, uh, happy adventure then, aren't we?
1: Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. But um, I've got to say, it was quite interesting because my, my actually my second note is it was like, you know, kind of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, except <laughs> instead of orange midgets, they were blue midgets, which was just hilarious. Um,
0: yeah, though... There those things are very strange if if we can just before we touch that talking on the world blowing up what did you think of the cgi in this episode and the actual you know explosion of the earth the the space station that they're on what was uh the the costumes and everything what were your overall thoughts on that
1: i've seen worse i think again it's 2005 you know we're, we're now what nearly yeah nearly 20 years ago um and i Think it still stands up. I, I've seen worse CGI now, to be honest. Yeah, I've um, seen worse CGI this year, to be honest with you. Yeah.
0: So this was by far the most expensive uh episode of the series. Almost the entire season's CGI budget went on this wow. episode because they wanted the second episode to really showcase what this show can do. So yeah, it was by far yeah. the most expensive episode. Um okay. The costume, so oh, actually.
1: First use of the psychic paper. What did you think of that? Uh, it's a plot device, I guess. It's just, <laughs> uh, I don't know. And I, I'm going to offend a lot of uh, of doc, you know kind of hardcore Doctor Who fans, but uh, the, the the whole because uh, again with this yeah with the psychic paper, you also saw him use the sonic screwdriver as well. <laughs> yeah. it was just a, it, it's almost a bit of a you know like the Doctor's gift of there it's yes, a cop-out. I feel like it's a cop-out. It's just like, we need something to explain why he's here and how he can get away with it. By the way, he's got psychic paper. and I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is, is that something that was previous, you know, kind of in the previous old who? Is that a thing or is that just... Good question.
0: I'm not sure, actually. But So, it, you're right. It is an absolute plot device. I don't think it's quite as bad as the sonic screwdrivers and it can't do anything at any time. The only <laughs> time it is really used throughout all of new who is just we're here we need a reason to be here so that people aren't answering aren't asking questions this is what we're yeah. gonna say so i actually don't mind it because we don't want to waste time on them trying to fit into the group do you know what i mean and it'd be too well, inconvenient. Exactly. it would be too convenient if they had invitations for everything so i think it works to be fair i think it works. It works.
1: and it also goes to, to the other point I was going to make as well was, I, I, you know, even though technically it's a plot device and everything like that, the translation thing I think works as well. Yeah, that's you know, a the TARDIS genius TARDIS is,
0: bit of you know. uh, fucking writing that is to
1: be yeah, fair. Because the first thing I was going to write down was, well, hold on a minute, you've got all these alien species here. How comes they all speak English? You know, especially yeah. for a planet that doesn't, you know, I mean, Earth. not everybody speaks English on Earth. Like yeah, exactly. The yeah. Yeah. Um, and straight away they just nipped it in the bud and they were just yep, yeah, by the way the you know this is how it works we just you you can just understand everyone and everyone can understand you and again i think that when you've got something like that that works and it further's the story without complicating it it is perfect why wouldn't you use it you know and that's the beauty of sci-fi because yeah you know, when you've got sci-fi that's technically you know set with in the future or something like that you can you know as a writer you can have that and you can just say it works because future because future, yeah, you're right. It sort of
0: it explains yeah. the issue without explaining the issue. It's called, there's a technical term, I think it's called like lampshading or hanging a lantern or something like that, which is where uh, the Marvel movies do it. It's where, like, you know, Thor's wearing his ridiculous outfit and someone will say, you look like a Shakespearean, blah, blah, blah. And it yeah. helps you associate with the audience more because you're thinking it in your head. If a character then says it on screen or if it's then addressed on screen, you relate more to that character. So, I think it's called Lamp But yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think it works. The translation thing absolutely thinks it it works. Um, So then he gets into the party, the doctor, and there's one, and then they get introduced to all the different species. Um, I fucking love that bit, man. I think it's so funny when all these strange creatures are coming in. You know, the little blue one that sat on the chair, I think it's called like the Mox of Valhoun or something like that.
1: Yeah, how PG are we keeping this? Because my my note was was very specific on you know it was a comment on what he looked like. Go on. Stuff, but, uh, oh, I, I called him knobhead because he he literally <laughs> looked like a knobhead. Like um, I'm sorry, but someone again at the BBC had to make a decision, like the mannequin in the in the first episode. Yeah, someone yeah. made a decision to make his head look like that, and fair play to him because you know that's just incredible. But no, again, I agree. You know everything's done practically you you could tell that 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 was that wasn't just cgi that was someone in that costume
0: well do you know that, who um, it was in the costume
1: no i don't that's r2d2 mate it's jimmy v no
0: really yeah i swear down it's uh it's R2-D2. Wow. he makes a couple of appearances as different small characters throughout doctor who he's uh, Bala as well in one of the Christmas specials, but yeah, R two D two making a little
1: appearance. I love that. Oh, that's cool. No, that's got. Cool. But again, that's 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 really, you know, kind of really cool. Yeah, that that's what you want. But um, no, yeah, I've got to say, I, yeah, like, like what you just said, having them introduce all of the, you know, kind of just all these weird and wonderful alien species just coming in, it, it's it's incredible. You, and that's what you want from some, yeah, you know, from something that's a sci fi genre. Exactly. And the doctor's definitely trying to shag that tree, right? Oh, God, yeah. I, <laughs> again, I'm sitting there like, wow, this is, uh, you know, he's he's kind of, you know, he's putting the moves on straight away. Straight
0: away without hesitation, yeah. I'm just without like, the weird hesitation. Thing is,
1: I was going to say, because then the weird thing is, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, maybe she didn't enjoy that, because she's the, if I'm, you know, kind of correct, I think he's the first one that he gives the gift of air to from his lungs. I think there's I the, the, I the I first remember. species, and then she she almost like she well she has a scanner, but it looks like a camera. Like she kind yes. of like takes a what I originally thought was a photo, but it's actually a scan. Yeah. And at, at first, I'm sitting there thinking, well, she's not been impressed with you know his gifted there. And to be honest, I don't think I would either, but maybe <laughs> a free, you know, photosynthesis and everything. But oh, you're she, right. Yeah, uh...
0: maybe she grew an extra bush or something as a result of that yeah. bit there.
1: That how photosynthesis <laughs> works it's just all right a little bit of homework between now and next week is you know blow on a plant and see how big it grows and if it doesn't then you know but um yeah no and I, I was sitting there thinking well I'll hold on a minute but she's interested in him now and I'm like well maybe that's her thing and well we all know what happens at the end of the episode
0: but um oh baby burn it's
1: gone oh no for some reason it reminded me of Christmas you know kind of uh, logs burning <laughs> on a on a wood burner why or something would like
0: that. You, I know we're jumping around here, but why would you take yeah. the
1: woman made of wood
0: into the hottest room of the ship? And he I also know. barely acknowledges her body. Well, I mean, it's a part of that, isn't it, really? He just walks straight past it, barely a moment of silence. Yeah, but it,
1: Well, he looks a bit sad. He has the conversation with the two... um yeah, yeah, envoys maybe to almost as like a kind the of the entourage. Some, yeah. yeah, 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 like you know. But anyway, let's let's not jump around. But yeah, no, it's um, yeah. So that that's that gift of air thing, and I, yeah, I think you're right. He put the moves on straight away, and it was like, oh, okay, it's a bit weird, but fair enough. <laughs> uh, um, so the
0: other one of worth note is face of bow How sick is his animatronics?
1: Yeah, that is quite cool. That is very, very cool. It's uh, just the scale of it as well. Is, yeah, it's mad, isn't absolutely it? Absolutely huge. And again, they, they shot it very well. I'm not sure, I don't know if they did it practically or if that was a little bit of CGI, but you could tell they, they the way they framed it, they kept the scale of it huge. They always yeah. had something to put in perspective next to it, whether it be a person or the jukebox or, or, yeah. or something else. To show how big it was, you know uh, that that's just cool. I, I like that as well.
0: Good because he may or may not return in future episodes.
1: Yeah, I don't think he got fried. I saw they were uh, mopping the steam off of the uh, front of his uh, cage at the end, like what well, came yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end, which again I, I found really funny. I was like, yeah, I suppose he would have steamed up. Yeah, you know, as the heat, yeah, you know, as the uh, room heated up. But um, yeah, no. So he may or may not
0: yeah. come back. And then, anyway, what do you think of? Cassandra, not a practical event, CGI, um, go on, far away.
1: Uh, I had some interesting thoughts, you know, actually. As, as I said, I, I I clocked that she was the last human on Earth um, in the kind of the, you know, the next week's episode thing. Yes. Um. Yeah. She is, yeah, she's very interesting. And I, I see what you mean. It's a comment on, you know, kind of plastic surgery and developing, you know, kind of getting to the point where is that point that you have so much like kind of you make so many modifications to human that you stop becoming human and start becoming something else
0: it's a real triggers broom scenario isn't it
1: yeah no for sure for sure (laughs) um and i just think to the point of where i I, you know as 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 a human funny enough i I wouldn't have considered her a human and i don't think rose did either that's that was the main thing i don't think rose considered her a human she thought she was an alien yeah exactly um,
0: that's actually so cassandra is i think russell T. davis came out and said uh based off nicole kidman he saw her at a um red carpet event and just how stick thin she looked and the work that she had and that was his inspiration for cassandra which i think wow. is pretty brutal but uh, that's
1: a proper kick of the bollocks that one isn't, for nicole kidman. Just, yeah. <laughs> isn't it just but uh yeah yeah i, I mean a, a, again you know, kind of, depending on how PG we're, we're keeping this one, but uh, it was just, it just made me laugh, because something I noticed, and again, with the CGI, someone made a decision, but her mouth was actually see-through. So there was just a hole yeah. where her mouth was, so every time she spoke, there was just, there was nothing behind it, like for us, we got, yeah. you know, the back of the throat, it, it was just a hole with some lips, and, you know, I was just sitting there, and I, I put a note somewhere as well, where is it? I just put walking glory hole, because <laughs> i mean that was it it was just like there was just a hole there and i'm just like that's very weird but um uh, the the moisturize thing made me laugh you know when she just comes up and she just like moisturize me Wow, fantastic the, got, lines and then the callback
0: but, at the end as well when he's like what are you gonna do moisturize me
1: yeah yeah but it, it made me laugh with those kind of leaf blower um kind of I don't know what you call them, moisturiser things. They, they very yeah. quickly turn from moisturiser into poisonous gas or
0: whatever. I know. Is. is she being sprayed with acid the entire time? Or do they I mean, have like a be. switch that... I don't know. No, I don't know. I
1: didn't consider that, actually. Because it may be where she's had all this modification and everything. It's, uh, to us, it's deadly. But to her, it's nutrients, I guess. Yeah. She's got to eat somehow, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, I just... Yeah, that surprised me. Um... Let's move it on a little bit. So I've got a note here, and again, I uh, can't exactly remember what I'm referring to. It says he's clearly ashamed of his past, foreshadowing, chat with Rose. I think that's when they go off into the room and she's like, where are you from, Doctor? Where are you from, Doctor? And she's struggling to get it out. What did you feel in terms of uh, character development for the Doctor this week?
1: Well, again, uh, it was the overall picture I saw was I think that Rose is there to not only be a companion to the Doctor, but also, as I said, to kind of provide that human element to the Doctor because the Doctor, of course, is an alien. I, well, at least I think he's an alien. But that's... I, I think that he needs to learn the human side, you know, things like emotions, having compassion, you know, that that's there. That. And I think that was the first display that the Doctor isn't actually human. Yeah. yeah. Because he had no... Kind of consideration for Rose whatsoever. You know, if you think about it in practical terms, he has abducted a human being from the year 2005. Yeah. In the next hour, has dumped it like dumped Rose on a spaceship, surrounded her by all these random alien you know species, shown her the last human on Earth, which looks like a trampoline, and then goes, "I don't want to tell you about the past." Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Very understanding, and it's just like, well. That's, very... that's the signs of an abusive relationship, to be
0: fair. Yeah, like. It's no, borderline exactly.
1: gaslighting. Yeah, it is. No, it is. It is. And that's that's the problem. I, I could fully see where Rose was coming from because she was just like, uh, I think she almost wanted to go home. And I think when you, uh, he redeems himself later with the mobile phone. He, he you know, he does redeem himself later. But on that part, yeah. No, I, I genuinely think that was to that was to show that the doctor still, you know, the doctor isn't human. He is gonna have some thoughts that us as humans see as a bad thing. But yeah. yeah.
0: No, that's that's a really good pickup. That sort of comes back as well in uh, Peter Capaldi's season. So hold on to that for the next four years or however long it's gonna take us to get yeah. there. Um <laughs> talking about the phone, the music in this episode oh. and in this series. Is fucking brilliant. I can't it remember it at all, but I've got a note here that says "music rose on phone with Mark." It's just exceptional, and it really—I well, know I no, it, it hasn't stayed with me. It stays with me.
1: Oh yeah, no one—one one of them I know was—I I think it was "Toxic" by Britney Spears. Oh yeah, uh, well Spears no, said. yeah,
0: I was talking about the score of the, uh, oh, the episode nah, in the season, nah. which is amazing. But you're right, the jukebox or the iPod. Sorry, what a brilliant joke, by the way. What oh, an absolutely yeah. amazing joke. I,
1: I just realized I've now confessed that I really like Britney Spears on live podcast. So, uh, <laughs> at me, at me, you know, but no, yeah, no, I mean, this is, I think that's the thing with the BBC, that the BBC do really, really well is their actual scores, you know, the actual kind yeah. of ambience music. And it is incredible, you know, and it, and it really does set the scene for the end of the world. Yeah, no, that's that's that that is it, plain and simple. This episode is the end of the world. Um, and I I think they've done that perfectly. They they really yeah. did do that perfectly.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I've got a note here that just says racist, and I've no idea what I'm referring to. Can you help me out?
1: Ooh, interesting. I'm I think gonna it's say... probably just before
0: he go, just before Cassandra. Cassandra is racist. I think is what I'm referring to.
1: Potentially, yeah. No, I, th- I think she's potentially racist. I mean, she, she says about um, Rose having her chin flattened and, you know, various bits and pieces. Um, I mean, to ah, me, know... I suppose... Well, well, I was going to say the, um, the the thing I put was, surprise, surprise, hooded, cloaked Death Eaters are evil. The, <laughs> but they um, weren't in
0: the end, really. Just, just they were a red herrings. Yeah, just...
1: pawns, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I I think again having Cassandra as that kind of she saw herself above everyone else, that kind of thing. And uh, I, I think yes, yeah, I mean, if you looked at it more carefully, I mean, I I, I fell for the red herring. I just straight away I saw these <laughs> figures come in with the uh, with you know kind of the claws and everything, and I thought, yeah, oh, no, they're going to be the main bad guy. And it was only when I actually like kind of started listening to what cassandra had to say i was like actually i I wonder if she's got something to do with it and it was really weird because <laughs> yeah. they almost do like a double red herring because oh when, when in the little
0: to... scuttly
1: yeah goes up and it goes her. up yeah, to cassandra yeah, yeah, yeah. straight away and i was like oh i knew it and then suddenly it goes away and I was like, "Wait, <laughs> what, they really were evil!" Like, I, like, yeah, it's brilliant. It keeps you guessing. And that, that's, that's a cool nice little in. end of the twist. Yeah, I, I think she says something
0: along the lines of, "Ah, oh, there are some half humans, or something like that, or they, they dabbled with other races and stuff." And I was like, "Oh, this is almost becoming like a racist bloodline thing now. This is
1: very, I'm the last pure human." I think she
0: says something like that. That's it. Like, yeah, ah. and again,
1: I, I mean, I wonder again. Two thousand five was a a different time, wasn't it? Really? Um, yeah. And I wonder something, you know, now, now you said that. I, I'm sitting here now thinking, I wonder if Doctor Who does touch on that kind of touch on more modern subjects, should we say? Um, you know, well, such as and identity, and you know,
0: such as Cassandra saying when she was a little boy, that threw me a little bit. I've forgotten she says that. Uh well, it's quite a top right. reference at the minute. Yeah, she goes, Ah. When I was a little boy. boy. Yeah. So, you know, they really do. I mean, Russell T. Davis is always very uh, forward thinking on these things, but um, progressive on these things. But yeah, yeah. She says when I was a little boy, Um, which I just thought was super interesting. I had another point there. Yeah. Totally. uh, Totally slipped my mind. So, yeah, Cassandra is uh, brutal and he flat out just kills her, basically. Or he doesn't kill her. He lets her die.
1: He lets her die, which, uh, again, my note from that was, well, Cassandra's death was grim. I mean, that was, <laughs> that was brutal. I, I mean, it just, oh, it, yeah. I, I but so the question I, is, was it actually her death? I don't know. I mean, she's had so much surgery that, you know, <laughs> there, there is a strong chance that she may actually come back. But It's another I, character say, okay. that
0: may or may not.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you could you could see why they would bring her back. Um, and, le- and let us be real as well. It, you know even if they just went back in time, she'd still be around. Her death was just at that point in time. You know, I'm assuming if they went back, yeah, you know, ten hours before, she'd still be there.
0: Ah, interesting. That could make an interesting
1: uh says, plot development. Um, the best death, though, the best death for me came with the um. I can't remember what they called him. They didn't call him the overseer, but like the caretaker. Oh, man. You know, the blue guy. That's
0: brutal, that is. like If you Um, actually think about that for a second,
1: that is a brutal –
0: that's a brutal way to go. Sunburnt to death.
1: Absolutely horrific. I mean, you know, but the the biggest thing I saw – now, I don't work in health and safety. I work in an office. (laughs) I don't work with big machinery or anything like that. But even I know that you have to have safeguards. And if your entire shield can be you know kind of put down with the press of one button on a keyboard on you know where you press other buttons quite regularly you know, imagine you're typing out an email and you accidentally press a button and you just yeah. open your front door <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Like you you know, instead of just going, Oh yeah, backspace, just take out that one, you've opened your front door, or you've just accidentally I don't know, you, you know, you've you've opened the floodgates down the road to your dam. You know, yeah, you, yeah. surely yeah. they should have had a little key there that you twist first and then you press the button to you know, <laughs> to let down the deadly, deadly shields. But cover it up. with something, yeah, exactly yeah like a little cover or something but um yeah that was an interesting one i've got to say i did i did feel sorry for that guy but uh, yeah he didn't deserve to go like that yeah it's a brutal death it is a brutal death but also um... why did he
0: need to die what was he gonna do like why obviously like why you know seek him out why murder him and then let the rest of them die naturally
1: well, they made, I mean, they made it clear that he was the guy that was in charge in terms of the actual, not in charge of the, uh, you know, kind of the overall, like, you know, rich people uh, gathering, but he was the one that operated that part of the thing. So he knew where everything was. He would have known about the cooling fans and, okay, you know, he okay. would have known about the reset. So I'm assuming it was they killed him because he was the only one that would have been able to stop the shields going up and down and everything like that because he would have gone, I'm going to do this or let's hack into this or do that.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. Talking of that cooling room, that's a bit of a waste of time, isn't it? I, I, I sat there thinking, okay, this is, it's okay. It looks a little bit like a PS2 game. Uh, what are we doing here? Why is the doctor running through fans? Is this, are we really wasting time on this?
1: Yeah, I, I just, I guess it was, they 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 needed to, you know, kind of add a little bit more drama. They needed to up the, you know, up the stakes. It needed to be, all right they had to race against time but then there's an obstacle in the way or more specifically three obstacles in the way you know three Uh fans but what i couldn't work out is there there was a couple of things one i actually sat there and thought because throughout the episode they were announcing like it's 30 minutes until planet destruction 25 minutes yeah and they actually kept with it um from 25 minutes like 30 to 25 minutes they actually kept with it i was looking there and i was like oh I wonder if they'll win the episode on the, you know, Earth being destroyed and and that's it. However, when it got down to like the kind of the final part where they were like, you know, it's like two minutes and everything like that, it just completely went out the window. The last two minutes was apparently about 10 minutes long. Really? The the two minutes, when when it it announced, right, when they announced it was two minutes left. Yeah. The doctor and the tree lady, they ran all the way down, they got to the (laughs) fountain. They then had a lovely conversation about sacrifice and everything like that. The doctor then walked through the fan room, <laughs> which did back, take waited, about an hour. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Waited for the lady to start combusting before he then. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. yeah. And then they were like, Yeah, by the way, the, yeah, we've got a minute left. And I'm like, Wait, what? Like, I, I genuinely thought it was going to be like an episode of 24. You know, where they do everything in, like, you know, kind of in the correct time frame. And I was like, I I
0: timed it. I actually put my stopwatch on from the moment they announced 25 minutes. And it did, it was exactly 25 minutes. So, but I didn't, when they said two minutes, I didn't check my phone. So maybe they announced two minutes when there was actually 10 minutes left. So it's still lined up at the end. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it was, I think it does stick to it, except for that last sort of two minutes. I'm glad I'm.
1: I'm glad I'm not the only one that actually sat there and heard a thing going. Yeah, thirty minutes till there, and I thought, if they're actually going to check the oh, yeah, time, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we're doing this podcast. That, that's why yeah, we're doing I, the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I mean, as I said, that, that I think that's why they had to up the ante. They had yeah, to maybe is, you need like an action know, set
0: piece. Yeah,
1: maybe. yeah, you almost, you almost need a climax. You know, you need a climax, and then you need the big reveal of who the you know who the bad guy was or bad trampoline was but um yeah. the other thing i could work out as well i know of course he was you know kind of in the fans or he was the other side of the fans and maybe the heat was being there but what i couldn't work out is how she started burning alive but he didn't because she's made of wood i know but i mean we still cook
0: Yeah, but presumably would catch his fire at a lower temperature than skin?
1: Maybe. I I, I mean, I've never uh, thankfully tested it, but... (laughs) Also, he's a
0: Time Lord. Maybe he's even more resistant.
1: That's a fair point. He's an alien. I'm thinking he's a human rather than he's an alien. Yeah, I think that can be fairly easily...
0: How did he manage to get back through the fans, though?
1: Uh, he used the sonic screwdriver there we go yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> probably should use have used that from the start <laughs> yeah yeah that would have been a better one but no and that, and then that was it And then we went into the big reveal and you know it was like right who's who's the bad guy and and it was you know i mean i was very upset that they actually just kind of the 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 death to you know kind of evil looking things were actually just uh and i did he say they were they were a repeated idea Ah, oh, the, the, the something of the repeated meme, yeah. The repeated memes, which again, I thought, I wonder if memes is actually memes as we know it now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: I, I didn't sort of look into that, to be fair. But yeah, they were yeah. just nothing in the end, which was a little bit sad.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. I, I thought they were going to be something that was going to be quite menacing and everything. And I suppose they were, because they were the ones that gave out you, you know, the uh, robotic spiders for, for presents, which... It's probably up there with air from your lungs as the, one of the worst <laughs> gifts you can ever give. But
0: and yeah, being uh, spat it was a... on
1: by R two D two as well. Don't forget that was one of the yes, gifts. I forgot that happened actually. Yeah, that was alive from a gift. my mouth
0: or something. Mm. Disgusting. Um, so yes, yeah. yeah, so that's pretty much everything in the episode that I've got. Have you got any 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 notes? Any anything worth noting? Did you find the series long Easter egg?
1: Well, I I've put a note down so i've put easter egg and i've put ancestors because it seemed to me there was two things rose was trying to work out who the doctor is and where he's from and then he has a conversation with the with the uh the lady made of wood and she there's a point actually quite an emotional point where he sheds a tear because they say yeah the only
0: on-screen uh cry from this doctor
1: yeah. And, and that's and so I, I'm guessing because she said about the Time Wars and I know your background and it took it took a while to find out who you were and everything like that. So I, I think that they're trying to go. I mean, again, it could be horrifically wrong, but I think it's kind of ancestry, history, who who you are, you, your identity. You know, your past defines who you are. And but that doesn't necessarily determine your future. Interesting. So, take. Yeah.
0: I'm not going to say whether you're wrong or not. I'm just going to say it's more of like a thing
1: that you're looking for. Oh, it's uh, an actual physical thing rather than like a thing.
0: It's a thing, or it's a person, or it's like a recurring. I don't. I don't know how else. How can I explain this to you without fucking spoiling it? What can I do? It's not the mobile phone, is it? Uh, what can I do to give you a clue? So in. uh, God.
1: I was I was really hopeful you was gonna say no what you've got that I was so hopeful.
0: I oh, don't know you're fucking miles off. If I'm being totally oh. honest with it, I think you're <laughs> thinking too. Uh, I think you're thinking too. Sort of um, like like it's more direct. It's more direct. There's something in every episode except for maybe the pilot episode. No, I I I didn't see it if it wasn't. there. But yeah, there's something in every episode. Okay. By the end of it, you should be like, okay, this is. This is happening a lot, so this must mean okay. something. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, I feel like I've been cheated here because technically, if you don't think it's in the pilot episode, then I've only seen it's only been the first episode. <laughs> so I've not had anything to compare it to. I feel like I've been I've been hard done by it. But no, well, so, no. Okay, I'm so glad it, you took a guess.
0: I'd like you to take a guess every yeah. week. I think I know it's yeah, definitely no. in every episode from now. <laughs> okay, I'll give you I'll give you an example. Right, so in. A later season oh no i don't think mm-hmm. i can without oh no i can i can do I this i can do
1: this you, you reckon all right
0: this isn't a spoiler yeah so in a later season i'm talking like series four or five or something like that um somebody is trying to contact the doctor and the doctor yeah. keeps on missing it but we as the audience keep on seeing it right so oh
1: so you keep seeing someone trying to cut so i'm guessing it'll be like for a text message or an in em- like an envelope or something or Yeah, yeah.
0: The one that's sticking to mind is like he's looking, he's facing the other way from a, from a, from like an aeroplane, you know, like computer screen thing. He's looking away from it. And then this person pops up and shouts doctor, but it's muted. And then by the time he looks back, the message is finished. So things like that, but that something like that will happen in every
1: episode of season four
0: or season five. So just look out for that this season. But
1: not oh, You know that what? I, I I don't know what they call it, but I love when a movie does that. So um, I'm going slightly off topic, but uh, like Captain America and the Winter Soldier, where they show that there was always something in the background. You know, it was always there. You know, you'd, like you, you watch a movie and then you watch it like you watch it back in the next movie, and they're like, actually, if you look at this, oh, is that the Hydra thing? Is
0: it?
1: Yeah, like the Hydra thing. Yeah, yeah. And they did it with Fast X as well. They were like, look at this guy. He he was in here. Uh, I they suppose... kind of did it with Fast X. It was a bit... Well, yeah. I like...
0: Fast X was more of a retro uh, retroactive sort of thing. But as you know, the only time I've seen Winter Soldier, we were pissed in Dubai. And I fell asleep halfway through it. And I think you carried on watching it, didn't you?
1: can't believe it honestly cannot believe it. it's one of my favorite marvel films as well <laughs> i will i will get around to
0: watch it properly uh but
1: yeah, anyway, yeah i think that wraps up have you got any more notes about the episode sorry mate no the only final thing was is and this this is a bit of a personal theme because we from where we yeah kind of grow like grew up and everything there was uh there's a, they have a, a magazine and it's a really really nice cause if you look into it but it's a it's a magazine um called big issue <laughs> yeah and and the idea of big issue is it's it's to give like homeless people a job you know it's a simple job they just stand there and they'll just hand out magazines and you you pay for them yeah. and the really nice thing is i haven't seen a big issue vendor for ages absolutely ages and it really took me back because when she when rose is on the phone to her mum she walks past a big issue seller and it is yeah. like, literally yeah, like yeah. right front like kind of directly front in the camera and i was like wow yeah i forgot about that you know so that was that was a nice little kind of british touch to you know you you, if you speak to anybody in britain that was around you know in the noughties or you know and remembers the noughties if you say big issue there is a chance that they probably you know a strong chance they'll probably know what that was so again and it doesn't exist anymore i don't think it does i've not seen one for ages it always used to
0: be outside the co-op at the bottom of the high street right the co-op at the bottom of the high street yeah Opposite the petrol state. So there's yeah. no one there anymore, or you just haven't been for a while. I haven't I have been down there for
1: ages. I haven't uh-huh. been down there for <laughs> ages. But, um, be, but yeah.
0: you've got to do a drive by now for next no episode, let fight, us yeah. know if there's still a big issue <laughs> there.
1: Yeah. But no, um the only final note I've got is the next episode. Yeah, next just episode. before
0: that, just before that. I think this is on your notes as well, but this is the Titanic submarine. This is that, right? Basically. A bunch of is. rich twats, something looking, watching a disaster, yeah. and then a disaster happens. Like,
1: did it, yeah, I, I mean, look, like, the only reason I didn't, I didn't raise it was because I didn't think it was going to. But well, like the submarine <laughs> as well. But um, <laughs> the, yeah, no, it was very, very topical. I'm sitting there watching it, thinking, oh, this is hitting a bit, is it? <laughs> yeah, a bit close. I think it, he mentions know, the Titanic at one point, doesn't he? I think he does. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, huh. because uh, in fact, yes, because he says about the iceberg, he, he says about the captain that. It, it, someone says about this is the most like the, the oh yeah impenetrable spaceship. or something like that's that. it impenetrable yeah, yeah, and yeah, he yeah. says oh i was on a ship once that they said was unsinkable and it was only because of a captain and an you know so they referenced the titanic without actually calling it the, the titanic yeah but again yeah it was very um very topical you know rich people going where they probably shouldn't and coming unstuck but um yeah, no, it was very, very topical, very topical. I actually did put that on my notes, but... Um... <laughs> I thought maybe we we might even edit it out, but yeah,
0: I thought it was a fun hit. Yeah. So next no, yeah, time, no, JP, definitely... what are you thinking?
1: It looks insane, and I'm probably <laughs> not going to watch it in the dark. Uh, I think that's quite a... It's, yeah, it's like a Victorian ghost kind of thing. So I, I'm assuming they've gone... Well, I say assuming, that I'm, you know, it looks like they've gone back in time to kind of like the seventeen, eighteen hundreds, 1800s, you know, early Victorian times. Yeah. And I'm assuming well, that's because they want to show that they can go forward in time and they can go back in time as well. So it opens up, you know, for newbies like me, it opens up the, the playing field entirely. You can go anywhere in time. You can go any place in time.
0: Yeah, exactly. There, there they've ticked go. off all the boxes straight away. First the episodes, present, forward, backwards, done. Yeah. You're right. It does um, look fucking... I've seen this episode. I've got my own opinions on the episode. We'll talk about it next week. I watched this Next Time trailer, which I have not watched probably since it came out, because I always skip over the credits and all that sort of stuff. Okay. This is a fucking shit-scary Next Time trailer.
1: That's insane. Oh, yeah, like, sure. I was genuinely watching, like, oh, man, I'd have hated this as a kid. I, I, I've got to say, uh, it's the point of where it almost reminded me of The Woman in Black. You, you know the, the yeah? film with Daniel yeah. Radcliffe that came out? I was sitting there thinking damn yeah there's a bit where they're in the theater oh again i think it looks like a theater or something and they're they're there and she's just in the audience and i'm like (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's pretty yeah so jack did you what was
0: our rating system did you like it or did you not like it
1: yeah we said love love or hate didn't we you know plain and simple it's got to be a love for me i think it was great it's you know it, it just had everything i mean you can tell they went hard on the CGI budget. You know, they they went big and I liked it. I thought it was good. What a great yeah, research, it?
0: Yeah, it's a love it from me. It's an absolute love it
1: from me. Yeah.
0: I don't yeah. think there's really a bad episode in this series, but we'll really? let you be the judge of that as we move forward. So thank you very much, KP. Looking forward to next week's one. Watch it in the day. Don't yeah. watch it at night. And, yeah. uh,. <laughs> Thank you for listening at home. Let us know what you thought of this episode. You could get us on YouTube. You can leave a comment, or you can write to us. I'll put our email address in the uh, in the description. But yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we will catch you next week.
1: Yeah, we'll uh, we'll speak to you next week. Thanks, guys. Adios, amigos.